You are now witnessing greatness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Young The Opinions Podcast. I'm your host, Solari Polanco. This is episode 180. And the way I want to start this podcast, I want to delve deep into this new Nard Awaken Elvis Presley song. That's right. You did not just mishear me. Apparently, Elvis Presley and Nard Awake have a song out called Product of the Ghetto. And in case you're wondering, how the fuck could this even exist? How did this come to be, apparently? Which I, me, totally... You know, I still don't really totally believe that this song is real. That's why I'm going to do this reaction to definitely make sure with my own two ears that this song exists. But I do know that this is from the new Elvis movie that is coming out that I will definitely never be checking out. If only because why the fuck would I care about Elvis? I have absolutely no interest in Elvis, let alone a Bass Lerman Elvis movie. But regardless, that movie came out this weekend and... With it came the full soundtrack, which apparently has a lot. I know Denzel Curry has a song on it. I think and there's a lot of big artists on it. And uh, Nardo Wick, I saw that he was going to be in the soundtrack, but they had no idea that Nardo Wick was going to be collaborating with the one and only Elvis Presley. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is actually going to be the first song I'll be reacting to from Elvis. I've never heard an Elvis song in my life, at least not fully. So I'm excited to see what the fuck is going on. <laughs> who would have thought? You you would who would have thought that like you tell that to any Elvis fan that you're like the first time I'm gonna hear a full Elvis song is with Narda Wick and they're gonna be a who, who the fuck is Narda Wick and then you show them Shush, uh, the song Shh, uh, or any song of his new album they're good, they would have a heart attack honestly honestly Elvis Presley himself if he didn't die of not being able to take a shit. He probably would have died of hearing that this was a real thing. Elvis Presley and a rapper like Nardo Wake on the same track. That will kill every single one of Elvis Presley's fans. Which is exactly why I'm reacting to it. Alright, let's see what the, I have no idea what to expect from this song. I don't... I, honestly, I'm expecting this to be a fucking Rickroll. I'm expecting this as soon as I click play. It's gonna be, never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Like That's what I'm expecting with this song. All right, that's enough blabbering. Let me see if this song is actually real or not. One, two, three, four. Get up, get up, get up. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no fucking way that we're doing this. Nah, nah. We're not doing this. This can't be real. Are you Are you hearing that? Like the fucking acoustic guitar? And Nardo Wick's fucking ad-libs off-rip? And obviously, the way that song actually sounds sounds very old timey. Is this gonna be like a trap remix, or just is Norway gonna go full like Triple X Sentacion, just like just folk guitar and that's it, and just rapping in, in or singing over it? What the fuck is this song gonna be? As the snow flies, <laughs> bro, just hearing that. Like, I'm just waiting. The thing that's making this so funny is that I know there's going to be another shoe that drops. And that's making it hilarious. Like, when the Nardawick shoe drops, or sneaker, let's say, that's going to be wild. 
that's going to be crazy, especially with the way this song's starting. It's just sounding like a typical Elvis song, which, again, I don't give a fuck about. So, I'm not even listening to this song for Elvis. If this was just an Elvis song, I wouldn't even react to it. But I just need to know, what the fuck is Norway going to do to this song? On a cold and gray Chicago <laughs> morning of <laughs> I keep stopping it because <laughs> it feels so surreal. What the fuck are we doing, man? This shit is cooked, bro. And, and, and just in case anybody was wondering, oh, is Nordwick an industry plant? Here's your answer. <laughs> oh, little baby child is born in the ghetto. All right. And his mama cried. All right, so we got to get to the trap part of this song because I'm not here to listen to fucking Elvis. Sounds all right. It sounds all right. Sounds just like typical blues that black people, you know, invented in the U.S. It doesn't sound like anything special coming from a white guy. Come on, get to get to Norderwick. Cause if there's one thing that she don't All right, need it's coming. Come on, Nardo. Mouth to feed in the ghetto. All right, no, no, stop, 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 Nardo. I know I was waiting for you, but you got to stop right now. You know what's making me mad? I like the beat. <laughs> I fucking, oh, God, I'm so mad at myself. The way those fucking heavy-ass drums came in with the guitar. It doesn't sound bad. I was expecting to hate that shit, but it doesn't sound bad. And now I'm scared. Imagine if I end up liking this fucking song. I would, I, I'm going to be so mad. And it looks like Nardo Wick is going to be like rapping some conscious shit, which obviously we've never heard him do. And I know the song is called Product of the Ghetto. So obviously that's what he's going to do. But damn. All right, let's let's see Nardo Wick get on his Kendrick Lamar shit. I'm trying to make it out, make it out. I try to go, but I get stuck. It's like I'm trapped inside a tiny box. Born in the ghetto. I never asked to be born in the ghetto. I can't help it. I was born in the ghetto. I can't help it. Yes, I was born in the ghetto. I'm proud. So far, the beat is great. Like I said, the beat is really impressing me. Nardo Wick, I don't know what the fuck he's doing over this kind of beat. Who thought this was a good idea? I need to know the fucking executive that proposed. Hey, let's get who curated this this fucking soundtrack. You know, the same way that you know, Andrew Lamar like curated the Black Panther album. I need to know who the fuck curated this album. And I bet you it was a white person. I guarantee it. Or or maybe not because I don't know if a white person would ever even think of putting Elvis Presley and fucking Nardo away. Ghetto this, thug that, thug this, ghetto that. This ain't shit I could control. I'm proud of my habitat. This sounds awful. I'm sorry. The, 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 God. Wow. I was expecting, I was waiting for Nardo Wake this whole time. And now what I'm realizing is that this sounds freaking not good. I hate the way this sounds. It doesn't sound good at all. Fuck me, man. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, man! Come on, Nardawick. I had high hopes for you. I'm a menace, probably cause I keep the gas. Surprise, I never sprung a wrist. Late night shooting crap. Surprise, I never got caught. Late night shooting crap. Surprise, I never got caught. No mask, give me that. Born in the ghetto, trying to make it out. Make it out. Try to go, but I get stuck. It's like I'm trapped inside a tiny box. Yo, I really want to stop this right now. I'll be honest with you guys. I want to fucking stop listening to this at this very moment. And I still have two full minutes. How, does, how was that only a minute and 19 seconds? 
Oh fuck! What the fuck? Like, is is Norway just gonna fucking whisper over this fucking, you know, trapped out or like hip hopped out Elvis Presley beat? Fuck, man. Why did Nardo Wick himself agree to this? How much fucking money did they give him? Or was the label probably just force him to do it? Regardless, this is sounding bad. That little vocal sample I love. Fuck. Keep forgetting this is also an Elvis song. Oh god. I can't I can't decide what's worse. The Elvis singing parts or Nardo Wick? <laughs> That's the crazy sentence. I can't tell which one's worse. Elvis Presley or Nardo Wick on this song. Who's winning on this track? Who's 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 uh, taking a spotlight? I think both of them are doing the opposite of taking a spotlight. They're like actively running away from it. They both sound horrible on this. I'm sorry. So he starts to roam the streets at night and he learns how to steal and he learns how to f What is this singing? Why the? I don't. I, whatever. I gotta stop fucking trashing Elvis Presley. I first of all, I don't. I do not give a fuck. I just wanted to hear if this song existed or not. And I guess he doesn't really sound bad, but he sounds like everything that's wrong with America. To be honest, like the way he sings, like his voice, just sounds like oh wow, yeah. This is like, this might be the Homelander of fucking <laughs> musicians. <laughs> Calling Elvis Presley the Homelander of musicians is crazy. Nardo, come on. Born in a ghetto, trying to make it out. I try to go, but I get stuck. It's like I'm trapped inside a tunnel. Bro, what the fuck? What is he doing? This sounds awful. Like, he can't, I don't know what the fuck. Something is like off with this. Maybe Nardaway should never do anything that's not a trap beat ever in his life. Because what the, whatever the fuck he's doing here is just not working. Born in a ghetto. I never asked to be born in a ghetto. I can't help it. I was born in a ghetto. Yeah. And again, I, I I don't even know what the fuck the chorus is. Is the chorus Elvis Presley? Like, I don't even understand the structure of this song. I'm so lost. This song is bad. This song is so much worse than anything I could have expected. I honestly don't want to finish it, but I will just to get through with it. But fuck, man. This is sounding awful. Oh my god. First 10,000 thought I was dreaming. Said they were silent. It got hard. They was leaving. You gonna believe what I done did. You gonna believe what I done seen. Police get behind. I run. They chased me. Took one for the team. I'll be honest. I, I don't know if this is going to sound crazy for me to say, but I feel like I could have done. Even I could have done a better job over this beat for this song. Did they just take unrelated? Do you know what it sounds like? You know, I mentioned Triple X Tentacion at the beginning, but it does feel like one of those songs where like they take some fucking demo vocals from a, from an artist that's passed away and just put them over a new beat. Like this doesn't even sound like he's listening to the beat. This sounds like just a, a some vocals somebody found just threw them on top of this. It, it doesn't it doesn't mesh. Like, surprisingly, even less so than I imagined, it doesn't mesh 
at all. Maybe it just also sounds disingenuous to hear Nordwick rap about this kind of stuff when... Well, it's not that he can't rap about the subject matter, is that he never has... And it's never stricken me that he was interested in doing that either. You know? I don't know. It's just something... It's just like... I don't even know. I'm trying to, like, put into words how off this entire song feels. Maybe it's just as simple as Nordwick and Elvis Presley should never be in any song ever. And it's almost like a natural, like, disruption. It's like a disruption in nature. Like... The earth, like mother nature, like the laws of physics doesn't want to let this thing sound good because she shouldn't exist. <laughs> what the fuck are those vocals in the ghetto? What the fuck? Mama All right. As a crowd gathers round, an angry young man face down in the street with a gun in his hand. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. I just heard what the fuck Elvis is singing about. Is Elvis singing about police brutality? Nah. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're not doing this. This is not. This can't be real. You can't tell me that Elvis Presley is singing about police brutality. What? Okay, I mean, that was way worse than I could have ever imagined. I can't believe how fucking bad that was. That was really fucking horrible. That was so bad. I mean, I honestly, when I did this, I was expecting to make a few jokes that I did, but I wasn't expecting to genuinely not enjoy my time listening to this. Oh, Jesus, that was fucking horrible. That was awful. That should be burned with fire. A song like that should never, ever, ever exist. All right, now let's move on to something that's slightly less awful than that song, and that's Roe v. Wade being overturned. Obviously a joke. That's very bad. I should not be joking about serious matters like this. Listen, this is fucked up. I mean, look, it, it, it's almost weird because obviously I'm seeing that this is a big, a big deal. This is bad, obviously, right? Roe v. Wade has been going on since for 50 years, I think is what I read. Um... And getting rid of, rid of this is like major regression. Like, it's really, really bad for women. It's like taking women back, actually. You know how people joke about how, like, you know, when a black person does something, and other black people are like, you just set us back? This is like actually that, which is crazy for women. But I just want to start by saying, like, so by clearing out, you know, by stating the obvious, this is bad. This should not be happening. Something is deeply wrong with this country. There we are. What I'll say is that it feels weird to see something this bad and not necessarily feel it as much as I wish I could. 
And that's simply because I am a man. And unfortunately, there's only so much I can sympathize with this because it's not directly affecting me. Um, you know, I was thinking about this. There are men who it directly affects because there are men who, you know, just have sex without condoms or like accidents happen. You know, kids are born out of wedlock. <laughs> I said out of wedlock, like I'm in the fucking 50s. No, like what I mean is that accidents happen. You know, kids, you know, women get pregnant by sex all the time, whether on purpose or accidental. And uh, when it's accidental, obviously, sometimes the man and the woman come to an agreement and say, OK, we're not going to have this kid because we're not ready or whatever. Uh, so in that way, it will affect some men that slip up and the woman gets pregnant. And the guy's probably like, oh, I'm not ready to have a kid, but they live in a state where they can't get the abortion. Uh, that's obviously awful. So it, it, it's, you know, in that way, I feel, I feel like a lot of men are going to be hit home deeply. But in terms of what it is doing, in terms of taking autonomy away from women's bodies, that way I can't fully relate to it because I'm not a woman. You know, I don't have a woman's body. Some people may say I have titties, but that's another thing entirely. And, and to whoever would say that I have titties, I would say, hey, man, this is not the time for jokes. You know, this is definitely not the time for fat jokes against me. Don't say I have titties, man. This is a very serious moment. Uh, but some people may say I have titties. But regardless, um, it's bad. I mean, I don't I, I don't even have that much to say, really. Like, I want to deep dive, like, dive deep into this. There's a lot of things coming. There's always, you know, because when things like this happen, at least to me, I feel like certain things are just obviously bad. This being one of them. But it's interesting to see how everybody reacts, right? Well, for one, you know what's interesting? I've never actually had a debate with anybody about, like, abortion. And that's one of those topics that everybody always says is one of the more, like, red button, hot button issues that you can talk to anybody about. You'll probably get into an argument similar to, like, religion or politics. Like, that's right up there. You know, abortion. Um... And I guess I've never, uh, to be honest, I've never even had thought about, like, I've never even given a thought, like, should abortion have? I mean, you know, it, I think it's common sense. And I don't think there's that many people who actually wanted this thing to happen. You know, this is clearly a bunch of, like, old white people that are clearly dying. Old white, yeah, old white people that are clearly dying and feel like they're losing power, right? Like, minorities and, and women uh, and other are slowly getting more and more power. And I feel like this is almost like a last ditch effort. This is a fucking Hail Mary that was successful to try to get some leverage and power back because they just feel like they're losing it all. Um, so in that way, I'm not surprised that this happened, but I don't think this is like permanent. I think in the day and age we live in, like this is not going to, go on for long although the supreme court it looks it unfortunately from what i've been reading from what people are saying they they're just saying that this shit is actually like very difficult to you know beat or to like try to overturn like not even the president can like tell the supreme court justice to overturn it it's like apparently something that is very hard to do i don't know much about the politics of it I just clearly know it's bad. But I also just want to talk about everything that I've been seeing after this, right? Um, 
It's crazy because for women, this is almost like, and I don't want to make false equivalencies here or anything. This is what it's reminding me of. It reminds me of when the George Floyd situation happened, where the whole country was rocked. You know what? It reminded me of Trump when Trump was elected and when George Floyd happened, right? Uh, that's what it reminds me of in terms of like the outcry and people being like, we need a revolution. Like I've been seeing that a lot. We need a revolution. We need to overturn this. You know what? We're moving out of this country, which that's going to get into all the, but you know, things that people are talking about, but yeah, man, it, it's, it's crazy that, and already people are, you know, protesting. I just saw a headline that said, I think in LA, like 50, 50 people were arrested in the protest. So they're taken out to the streets, which is great. Um, and also expected because again, abortion, I mean, Roe v. Wade being in place for 50 years and then all of a sudden being overturned. It's like dog that what do they expect? Like, this is not going to go well. Like, did they think this was going to go swimmingly? Um, so that's one of the reactions I'm seeing is people genuinely feeling like we need a revolution, uh, which is crazy. Uh, not the idea of the revolution, but how people are reacting to it that way. Um, because clearly we've needed a revolution in this country for a long time, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and it's interesting to see this being like the, the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of people, specifically white women. I feel like white women are finally like, we need a revolution as much as, you know, they might've cared about, you know, black lives matter and what happened with, uh, and then with George Floyd, this is hitting them home. And this is why I feel like this thing is not going to last long is because you can't make white women mad. White women get shit done in this country. Like they just cry in the middle of the street and like people surround them and try to comfort them. Like that's how much power white women have. So like if white women are the, are the ones that are saying we need a revolution, we're going to go protest. We're not letting this shit slide. I believe that they're going to get this shit done. There's nothing like a white woman with a cause. Unfortunately. So, but that's a problem is that like try to get them to care about something other than white people, you know, it, it's, it's hard. So, in one way, I'm just like, I feel like there's other stuff that has been bad that we've needed white women's help with. But, you know, not to say that this shouldn't be the time to protest and do all that shit. It should be. Um, yeah, that, that's been crazy to see how white women are taking it. You know, or not crazy. It's, it's interesting to see how deeply affected they feel. There's so much to talk about with this situation, man. Besides it being bad. You know, I'm not about to argue if it's good or bad. It's just bad. I mean, how can anybody not think that this is bad? This is very clearly bad. This is not good. Um, but the thing that's interesting, like I said, I keep alluding to all the shit that people are saying or doing in the wake of this. Um, obviously, when bad things happen, there's always got to be people kind of justifying the bad things or like, I don't know, like trying to find solutions, which... In a way, I think it's interesting. I feel like that's a very, that's definitely a man thing to do. I feel like it's trying to find solutions. Like whenever something bad happens, instead of focusing on the bad thing, I feel like mostly men are always like, all right, well, don't do this or don't do that. Right. It's like men now with this abortion shit is a lot of people are like, well, you know, save sex. 
It's like, really, motherfucker? You think people don't know that? You think accidents don't happen? You think, like, people being sexually assaulted doesn't happen? What are we talking about here? Of course. Yeah, safe sex. It's always, I mean, this shit has been preached to us since school. You know, that's not a solution, though. You know, this is what I mean. It's like men trying to find solutions like, oh, I know this very oppressive thing was just overturned. You know, this very oppressive thing has just been done to you women. But here's my solution. Wear a condom. Use plan B. Oh, my God. That's such a crazy idea. Who would have thought of it? Like, you know, and, and they kind of pat themselves in the back like, yeah, that I did. I did my part. I gave a solution. It just doesn't work, man. I mean, and other shit, like, people are saying, go to, you know, if you live in these states that are going to be, you know, I guess red states and that is going to be illegal to get an abortion, just go to another state. Yeah, do that, right? Just fucking up and leave and go. Yeah, no, you, you know, forget the fact that gas is the most expensive it's been in a long time. Forget the fact that you need time and money and effort and sometimes you got to drive fucking up to upwards of five hours to get to a certain place just to do this one thing that you also need money for and you're asking that of disenfranchised people. Forget all that. Just travel. Just get in your car, which not many people even fucking have. Get in your car and just go get go to another state. It's so easy, right? It, it's not. Especially when it's to do something as delicate as getting an abortion is that as easy as just saying oh i'm just gonna you know what i mean i'm just gonna go i'll see you guys in, in fucking you know new jersey i'm in philly so i'll go to new jersey and get it or like especially in split like imagine living in the middle smack dab at the level the middle of texas which is one of the bigger states i think it is the biggest state i think and then just say go to another state so, like, drive, like, five hours or some shit, five to eight hours outside of my big-ass state, not a solution. It's, it, it's and, you know, it's a lot of the shit. But also, this is just my personal pet peeve with a lot of the shit that I'm seeing. And it's all with the right intention, obviously, because this is such a horrific thing that was just done. So, you got to understand why people are doing this. But one thing that always bothers me in the internet, and not even just with this, just with general... It's like one person saying, one, let's say, one clever thing or coming up with something. And then for the next two months, you just see people repeating that shit over and over and over again. And the shit that is obvious, too, it's just like people trying to use logic with things that you shouldn't use logic with because th the problem isn't logic. The problem is fucking disgusting old white people just determining old white men. You know, determining laws for women. That's a problem. And when it comes to that, there's no logic. So you saying, oh, so you're saying that there's no laws for guns, but there are laws for babies and fetuses. It's like people trying to point out a double standard. It's like, <laughs> what? Y yes. Yes. Like I've been seeing a lot of like, you know, you know, guns have more rights than women do in this country. And that's a true fact. But it's not like, it, I feel like when people say that, it's so, they think it's going to be like an aha moment. Like, oh my God, that's so crazy. But y yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, because that's what these old white men give a fuck about. So of course they're going to do that. Like, I don't understand the this idea of like pointing out discrepancies in logic. 
and things that are bad and purposely like bad and people are, are going off of emotions. You know, like I don't understand that people are like feeling the need to point out, you know, you can get a gun, you can or, or something like that. You're forced to be born and then die of a mass shooting. It's like it, to me, it almost just sounds like things that are cool to say to highlight how fucked up this country is, which is, you know, important. We need to point out how fucked up this country is. But a lot of that should be obvious. It's like, yeah, this country's fucked up, you know? You know, these old white men give a fuck more about their guns in the Second Amendment than, like, pro-life shit. Or, or than, than pro-choice shit. They're pro-life and pro-guns. Yeah, I mean, that is that not what America has always been? You know, it's like, I feel like, you know, it, this country has always been very puritanical. And that leads me to the idea of, a, you know, of religion playing a massive, uh, um, uh, playing a massive role in all of this. Because, yeah, a lot of people are rightfully pointing out that this kind of negates the idea of separating church and state, you know, especially with things like Jewish people, how that's part of their religion. So how are they going to deal with that? Um, and you know, that, that idea of like separating church and state in a country whose slogan is in God, we trust that doesn't make sense to me, right? Like that, all that's ever meant the separation of church and state is separation of, of church or churches of other religions besides Christianity. If it's Christianity, then yeah, Christianity is always being linked with state in this country. That, that to me is interesting how that slogan has been there. People try to bring it up, but I feel like even the founding fathers, when they wrote any, when they wrote that the separation of church and state, they were talking about the bad religions, not the good one, not Christianity, not the, you know, not the, the, the fucking white religion. So, you know, that's interesting that that's what it ha highlights the most. It's like, yeah, it's more so about. Any religion aside from Christianity that should be separated from the state. And also I'm thinking about just people that I know personally that are Christian, how they're feeling right now. Cause I don't know. I just know of, I'm thinking of a very specific person that's Christian that whenever I see them posting Christian shit, I just feel like there's gotta be people being like, look, this is your fault. Roe v. Wade being overturned is your fault. And, you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I don't care regardless. It's just an interesting idea, perspective to put yourself into. Um, you know, again, people are coming up again with the we are. This country is over. You know, what country are we moving to? That to me, that's one of the more, um, I think. Uh, like uh, not like, uh, I guess, tone deaf or maybe not tone deaf, but it's like. Anybody who says that, I feel like, doesn't understand that. Well, look, I guess I have a different perspective because I came from another country. I came from the Dominican Republic where shit is awful there. And so when I see people saying, all right, where are we moving to? And I'm like, y'all are not you. Oh, how do I say this? Americans are very um, spoiled. To the point that whenever they say that, they're like, oh, where are we moving to? I'm just like, you would not like anywhere outside of the U.S. You're too spoiled. 
The U.S. has effectively spoiled the shit out of you. You're not going anywhere. You know, it's all lip service. And I guess that's what bothers me about it. When people are like, oh, what what country are we moving to? It's like, y'all not moving anywhere. Because that would take effort. That would take an actual sacrifice that nobody wants to do. What do you mean you're going to move countries? You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't fucking matter how bad it gets. People, as long as they can use fucking Instagram, as long as they can watch their movies, as long as they can watch their TV shows, as long as they can listen to their music, as long as they can go to fucking McDonald's at 3 a.m., you're not going to go anywhere because you're spoiled with convenience. And that shit goes away in other parts of the world, you know? So that, that just always bothers me because I know it's never real. It will never be real for any American that was born in the U.S. It will never be. Never, never, never be fucking real. Nobody's going to do it. So it bothers me. And, and I'm not saying people shouldn't. I think they should. But I'm just saying for you to do it, it will take great sacrifice. And that's the part people are not considering. And that's the part that people take into consideration as to why they're not actually going to move anywhere. All right, I've talked about this long enough. I think, and I, you know, I have other shit. I, I had other shit that I wanted to mention. Um, actually, I have to because I wanted to title this episode this, and it's crazy. Um, there is a picture that I saw of somebody in one of these states where I guess the abortions are going to become illegal, where they're already, like, you know, like getting their capitalism on. Which again shows is another sign that this country's cooked. Like I saw this, I saw somebody posted it on Twitter, and they were like, <laughs> "Wait, I gotta find this. I, I will find this. Hold on. All right, here we go. So <laughs> this is insane. So right away, you know, people have to take advantage of bad shit. And I saw this on Twitter, and my jaw dropped honestly. So apparently, there's this Leisha who is starting her own business. Decided, you know what? This is a perfect time to strike. Well, the iron is hot and I can make some money off of some off of a big, you know, tragedy. And I'm starting my own business called Abortions by Alicia. And Alicia dropped her prices. And here's the price list. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. I can't believe how fucking crazy this is. Number one, the most expensive one at $300. It is safe abortion. Ooh, that sounds good. You know? One could say that all abortions should be should be safe. I feel like highlighting it to be a safe abortion is kind of wild to me, but whatever, I'll keep reading. Here's what she says about it. <laughs> it includes 100% guaranteed killing of the fetus. Uh, again, that seems like something that should just be the case, but all right, sure, I'll take it. 0% chance of dying during procedure. Oh, okay, well, now I'm scared of what the... <laughs> What the less pricey abortions are, but we'll keep going. Smoke sesh. Oh, nice. I like that. Nothing like, you know, nothing quite as appropriate as smoking right after, you know, having an abortion, killing your baby. That seems like the perfect time to smoke. Seems perfect. Liquor shots. That actually makes sense because after you just killed the kid, I feel like you're probably going to want to like... You know, drink liquor, especially because you can't do it when you have a, when you're pregnant because it could fuck up the kid. You know, fetal alcohol syndrome. That's one thing I remember from high school. That one assembly. Mostly, I'll probably know what I'm talking about, too. So that's good. You get rid of the baby. It's like, finally, I don't have to worry about fucking up my kid because he's already dead. Uh, <laughs> fuck. This is fuck. This is crazy. Goodie bag. Condoms, birth control, plan B. Oh, that's nice. 
That's so nice. Just like, yeah, you know, here you go. This is what you should have been doing, you fucking dumbass. You know, lady, I was at the B word. I controlled myself. You know what I mean? <sighs> this is crazy. Like this, I, I should have started the podcast with this fucking list. Um, in next abortion free. Whoa. Now that's a deal. I like that deal. That's a great fucking deal. You know what I mean? All right. Now we're <laughs> moving on. So it's three tiers and that was the first one. That's the most expensive one. Then we go to risky abortion. I don't know. I feel like naming your service risky abortion and having to pay for a risky abortion seems kind of wild to me, but whatever. 150 half the price. All right. 50% guaranteed killing of the fetus. So the coin toss. All right. Well, I guess, you know, that's the price. I mean, you know, one, you know, if I wanted a hundred percent guarantee, then I should have just paid extra 150, you know? I should have just given Leisha more money. 30% chance of dying. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing better than paying $150 to be 70% sure you're gonna you're not going to die. That sounds awesome. Roach Blunt. So, like, all right. So, not quite as, you know, fancy as a smoke sesh, but still something to relieve the stress, obviously. And next abortion, 50% off. Which actually, yeah, there's a deal because that means you can get a safe abortion for $300. That's assuming that, you know, that 30% of dying doesn't come true. If you do survive, you know, and there's a 70% chance of it, it's like a C. It's like a pretty good chance. It's a good roll of the dice, you know. You get that chance at a casino, you take it. Um, That means next time when you are ready to get another abortion, then, you know, it would be the price of this risky abortion, but safe, you know, it's a safe abortion. That's great. And now we get to, what are the wildest phrases I've ever read in my entire life? Like for sure, abortion on a budget. I mean, we need to give Alicia her own like marketing department or something or like advertising because she knocked it out of the park with that name of that fucking tier for abortion. Abortion on a budget. Like, obviously, Alicia knows about alliteration. It rolls up the tongue. Man, she knows what she's doing. We're talking to a true entrepreneur here. $75, which, all right, still seems expensive to me, but Alicia says it's a budget. So, all right, I'll believe you, Alicia. It includes... 35% guaranteeing killing of the fetus. So it's 65% chance that it's not going to do anything really like not at all. You must have the kid after you pay the $75. Okay. And oh no, I just read the last thing that cannot be real. This can be real. Okay. And 40% chance of dying. That's very risky. <laughs> Yo, imagine paying $75 for 60% chance of survival. I feel like the odds of that are like even higher. You're more likely to die doing this than like fucking, I don't know, skydiving, you know, driving, just walking into a very dangerous neighborhood. And you don't have to pay $75 for those. You could just do it. Jesus Christ. And 
and this is just the cherry on top. It looks like um, you get a cigarette. Yeah, no fucking roach, no smoke sesh, a fucking cigarette. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Bro, what the fuck is wrong with this country? Honestly, like, this cannot be real. How? If you've ever wondered what you know what's so wrong about capitalism just look at this list and you'll get your answer all right i was gonna do some quick hits but once again i have run out of energy i apologize to anybody i have a very long day ahead of me so i also am kind of like trying to conserve energy i have to figure out a way to do this podcast without throwing all my energy out there because i push and push and push to the point that i just hit a brick wall like i'm at the brick wall now where i'm like okay that's enough energy for the day. It's time to wrap it up. And so, you know, it's a shame that I got to end it. So, you know, there's so many episodes where I do that shit, where I just kind of end it. So anticlimactically, but you can't say it's an anticlimactic ending after I just broke down abortions by Alicia, by Alicia, you know, after I did that, that's like quality content right there. So take it. All right, that's going to be it for this episode of the MD Penis Podcast. This has been episode 180. I've been your host, Aladdin Polanco. And the way that I'm going to end this episode is by playing a song from Coltrane from his latest album, Lush Life. The song is called Take Notes. It is part of the MD playlist, which you can check out right now on the MD Opinions website, mdopinions.com. But yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and I'll catch you guys next week. Me? You might be a problem with a cause Always on the edge of being lost Trying to be the one who run the game now But I don't think you ever learn to walk So everybody listen If you see the bro, tell them take notes Take notes, take If you see him, if you see the bro, tell them take notes Take notes, take on me You with the guess I see the gas you smoke, the gas you eat. Ain't no people doing work in It's designer bags under my eyes But your crystals ain't so crystal clear I, I can see you trying to reach I guess we all trying to reach But when you on a bow, you don't show up with your cleats Telling you might be an asshole You might be the problem with a cause Always on the edge of being lost Trying to be the one who run the game now But I don't think you ever learn to walk So everybody listen If you see the bro, tell them take notes Take notes, take If you see them, if you see the bro Tell them take notes Take notes, take on me yeah. Do with the dogs, but the game with the fleas yeah. Say you a boss, but you really got a lease yeah. Say you turn toes, but you pull up on your knees, yeah You bossing up and act like this shit is easy We focusing on you, really looking down on us Smile to a frown on us Trying to distract me from the shit that really matters But you don't in the tile on us Really trying to clown on us You might be a problem with a cause Always on the edge of being lost Trying to be the one who run the game now But I don't think you ever learn to walk 
So everybody listen, if you see the bro, tell him take notes, take notes, take. If you see him, if you see the bro, tell him take notes, take notes. You might be the problem with a ghost. Always on the edge of being lost. Trying to be the one who run the game now. I don't think you ever learn a walk. So everybody listen, if you see the bro, tell him take. Take, take, if you see, if you see the road, tell them take